welcome to Intersect, where church meets culture. I'm Josh Desch, lead pastor at Northeast Presbyterian Church in Columbia, South Carolina, and I am joined as always by my effervescent wife, Betsy. Hello, everybody. Hey, folks. Well, 2020 has been a doozy of a year, hasn't it, Betsy? It really has, from start to finish. So this is the title for today, folks. 2020 dash what a year! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Yeah, in those big white meme letters, <laughs> folks. We wanted to have a lighter episode. Hopefully, you're listening to this. Maybe you're on vacation and you're just relaxed. You are. You've got that new Christmas gift. You've got that new Christmas sweater. You got this year, and something like that. And we just wanted to talk about. You know what? Betsy, we have all we all know the depressing statistics of this past year. We know the death counts, the case counts, all that. We wanted to have a more lighthearted conversation about the year 2020. Yes. So you ready to have it? Sure. Okay, here's how I want to kick us off. Do you know about some of the myths that have been going around about COVID and <laughs> about about coronavirus? <laughs> I'm sure I know some of them. I Okay, well, you know, this is this is what the issue with the internet is, just People believe crazy things and people post crazy things. Yeah, that's so true. Um, for example, did you know that some people believe that 5G networks spread the virus? Oh, my. So <laughs> I, haven't I feel heard like that Verizon one. tells me every other commercial, I can't stand cell phone commercials, get yeah. 5G, get 5G. Well, there's people out there that are like, no, because that'll give me coronavirus. That's interesting. But it won't. No. <laughs> it won't. Here's another one. Do you know that consuming and spraying alcohol all over yourself, as well as being exposed to strong sunlight, will not protect you from the coronavirus, according to experts? <laughs> Have you been spraying alcohol all over, all over yourself? No. Good. I mean, I haven't seen it. You haven't smelled it. But... Um, I just, I'm sorry, folks. I know some of this is, but we've got it. We've got to be able to have a little bit of a lighthearted look at this. So here's, apparently there are people, this has been a real question. Uh, can I drink vodka or whiskey to wash out the coronavirus? Oh, the answer is, is this is real. We're not making this up. There are some people out there who, who have tried to believe they can eradicate the virus. So here's what one uh, expert says, Paul Offit. He's the director of the Vaccine Education Center. Here's a quote. He says, you can never consume enough alcohol to kill all the virus in your body without first killing yourself. <laughs> Don't try this at <laughs> home. So folks, if you have the virus, do not go to the liquor store. That's not the way to get better over the virus. You oh, could, now it is true. Now look, alcohol does kill the virus. We know that from hand sanitizers, um, but uh, if you, it, once the virus is inside of you, if you want to kill the virus with alcohol, you will, in fact, kill yourself. Oh, my goodness. Wow. So, anyway, those were just a couple of things that I had seen about the virus. And um, there's still a lot we don't know about the virus. But there's isn't there just a bunch of crazy stuff out there, Betsy? There really is. There really is. So, what's, what's on your mind? But, you know, this has just been, we all know, this has been such a crazy year. The highs and the lows. Um you know, obviously there, there's the deep grief of having lost people. There's, um, all the political unrest that we've experienced this year. Um, the job loss, there's, there's, there's been a lot of heaviness this year. This has been the year of heaviness, I think. So, so our thought was let's end this year, 2020 with a little bit of fun on this podcast. Yeah, that's, let's do it. Yeah. So, uh, to that end, 
we thought we would think of some fun questions and, and see where it takes us. So first question I have for you, Josh, what is the thing that got canceled this year that made you the very saddest? Mm, that's a great question. I mean, I think for me, uh, and hopefully this wins me some points with you, Betsy, but for me, it would be that I couldn't go to your classes at the gym anymore. Oh, thanks. Because yeah. I was in a great routine and I had gym buddies. I, I oh, had yeah. that for the first time in my life. I've That's always, the best thing about group fitness. I've always played sports, but you, 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 it's totally true. You don't come for the machines. You, you come for the community. That's absolutely oh, why yeah. you come. I had gym buddies. I was enjoying the classes. I felt like you were I'd, starting to nail the choreography and body stuff. Well, not there. No, we can't say that. <laughs> but I had but you sweated. I'd put on maybe a pound or two of muscle. I was enjoying it. I was having fun. And then the gym just went away. Yeah. And that okay. was sad for me. Yep. What about for you? Actually, I, we kind of think in lock, lockstep here. I was going to say, too, that I've missed the gym. Um, move. I, I teach fitness classes at Move Fitness. It did reopen in June, but then starting in July, they they along with the rest of Columbia had to enter into the mask mandate. And you know, we all know how the idea of exercising with a mask is just awful. So I've taught one class since July, I think one, um, and I I nearly died. But anyway, that is the thing that I have been the saddest about. Just because the workout is great, you know, I still do. The, uh, I still do body pump. I do body step at, at home in my garage. I'm sure our neighbors think I'm crazy because I'm blasting the music and just, you know, going bananas in there. Um, but it's not the same as being in the gym with, with your gym buddies, okay. like you said. Okay. Now let yeah. me ask you a question. What's uh, one or two of your favorite Christmas CD albums? I don't know. We, CDs? We don't, that came out so wrong. CD albums. Albums. C- <laughs> what do we call it now when an artist, I think it's called an album, isn't it? Because we don't, we actually have, C, we still have a CD player in our house. We do. Yeah. That's true. But we are Apple Music subscribers. We are, so yeah. I so think we you just streaming. say albums. What's your favorite streaming available collection of songs? Yeah. <laughs> just can you name one? Christmas? Mu- music. Yes. Christmas music. Music. Yep. Um, well, I think I would say um, we, our family has been very obsessed with the artist John Mark McMillan this year. 2020 mm-hmm. has been the year of, of John Mark McMillan. Yep. Um, and we love his Christmas album it's only five or six songs but it's really good yep i was gonna mention Mannheim steamroller oh yeah i mean we just love that i feel like i grew up with Mannheim steamroller day after thanksgiving you're pushing play on Mannheim. it was way before thanksgiving you are rocking yeah it was it was this year yeah but nothing like some great synthesizer oh yeah going on get your 80s vibe going okay that's awesome yeah i was gonna mention a couple albums for me one is chris tomlin's first uh christmas album glory in the highest glory in the highest where Mm -hmm. he covers all the great hymns i love that one and I would also say uh, the Mariah Carey Christmas album. Oh, yeah. I mean, sort of early Mariah, she could really. All I Want for Christmas. All I Want for, I mean, she, that's actually a great album. Uh-huh. And what, there's a couple of uh, like great hymns she covers uh-huh. that she just blows out of the water oh, with yeah. a choir behind her. Yeah. So she can come sing, sing in our church. If, sure. She's still got it. Yeah. yeah. Mariah, Mariah it's, we're putting it out there. <laughs> what else you got for us, Betsy? <laughs> Okay, this is another question. And I know how I'm going to answer this, but this is for you. I already said 2020 has been the year of John Mark McMillan. How would you answer that question? 2020 has been the year of the... And it can't be anything depressing. I mean, what just comes out at me instantly is the year of the mask. Oh. But a mask doesn't have to be... You know, first of all, there's a lot of creativity with masks. Mm -hmm, That's true. A mask can be a fashion statement. 
Um, I mean, for example, you bought for our girls the other day Beanie Boo masks. Yeah, they're so cute. They've yeah, got these big eyes on them. They've got the and, eyes on them. Yeah, so you've totally got, cute. to me, it's the year of the mask. I mean, to be honest, I didn't, if you would have said, what's a face mask a year ago, I would have been like, what do you mean? Like what a football player wears? Like I wouldn't have really known what you meant by that. Mm. But to me, it's the year of the mask. Um, do I love wearing them? No. Do I think it's the biggest inconvenience in the world to wear it? No, I don't. It's yeah. not that big of a deal. Right. And just exercising in one is Yeah, hard. exercising. I but mean, there are there are times in. where I don't want to wear it. Of course there are, but mm-hmm. it's not like it's the worst thing in the world. Mm-hmm. So I would say it's the year of the mask for me. Mm. I was going to say for me, 2020 has been the year of the palm tree. And I'll tell why. Because do you remember in the spring, especially when, when everything was closed, you know, this was all kind of new. We didn't know how long it was going to, well, we thought it was going to be really short. But um, we took so many rides in the car, did we not? Oh, so many rides. So yeah. many rides. And so we started, you know, we got we got to know the houses in the neighborhoods around us much better than we did before. And we started discovering that we're palm tree people. We love palm well, trees. Well, we saw a lot of, we saw people who had landscaped their yards and we saw a lot of palm trees. So many. There's there's tall palm trees. There's really short ones that there's are really cute. Baby ones. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we are excited to say we just got two palm trees for our house. They haven't we been did. put in yet. But, we did. Uh, 2020 has been the year that. of the palm tree. And, and also, you know, you think about our state flag. We come mm-hmm. by it honestly here in, in South Carolina. Palm trees, palmettos, that, that's our state, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, we're proud of those. Mm-hmm. Okay. How about this one? What's your favorite I'm going to say fluffy book, like not a serious book, not something you're trying to learn from. Yeah. So fluffy book. The problem is I don't read a lot of fluffy books. <laughs> yeah. You need so, to lighten up. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if, if I won't bore the audience with some of the things I read for fun because they're, they're pretty, a lot of times they're like philosophical and stuff. But uh, I mentioned this in some sermons I preached this year. The book, The Splendid in the Vile by Eric Larson, mm-hmm. which is really all about Winston Churchill. It's a little bit about Hitler, but it's much more about Churchill. And I mean, just some images I have of Churchill. One is he would do all these late night meetings and yeah. they would usually involve some alcohol. And sometimes late in the night, Churchill would be like marching in place with his musket over his shoulder <laughs> in his pajamas. <laughs> I mean, he's just such an incredible leader, interesting guy. It was mm-hmm. a fascinating read for me. Yeah. So that yeah. one, I'm really glad I read it. Well, I want to, um, my two, I, I'm going to list two favorite fluffy books and actually they're both related to birds. And I can't remember if we talked about this at some point earlier on the podcast, but I think we both read both of these books actually. Um, one book was called The Feather Thief oh, and the other so book good. was called The Falcon Thief. So good. Two different books, Yep. very close yep. in name. And we should say to this to our audience, most of the books I read, it's after Betsy's read the book. That's well, I don't read like infant baptism in the first century. <laughs> so. Yeah, I don't know why not. It's, it's a great one, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm like going to Amazon. I'm like, they don't even have this book. It's Amazon. <laughs> How strange. Yeah, but the oh, the Feather Thief is so good. Yeah, and so is the Falcon Thief. Yeah, they're both about birds. Feather Thief is about a man who developed this compulsion for um, fly tying. Yep. For fly fishing, yep. and so he he wanted these really. Um, rare feathers from birds of paradise. And anyway, it's not a spoiler alert, but he breaks into one of the British museums and steals all these true story um, birds. So true story. It, it's incredible. So is the Falcon thief. Yeah. Um, so bird racing, I don't know what the name of that is. Falconry. 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 Or, yeah. Um, none of our kids are into falconry <laughs> for whatever reason. Yeah. It's not <laughs> but, big here, but um, actually very fascinating w- little world. It's huge in the middle East. Mm-hmm. 
People love birds racing each other in the Middle East. That's a big thing. That'd be fun to watch. And some of these falcons can sell for hundreds of thousands, even millions of dollars. So the Falcon Thief is about people who steal falcon eggs mm-hmm. and try to smuggle from them the craziest places. from the craziest places yeah. and try to smuggle them out. Super interesting book. Yeah. If you're just yep. looking for something that's easy to read, but really interesting. that's Both page turners. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, okay. So one more from me. What I already said, what thing was uh, got canceled that made you the saddest? What thing didn't get canceled that was fun? What thing didn't get canceled that was fun? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm, I just don't feel prepared for this, Betsy. I well, mean, I'm going to, I'll start. Okay. Um, our kids have gone to um, Ridgehaven, which is a camp in Brevard, every uh, for the last several summers. And um, this year, three of our kids were, were old enough to go. And um, Ridgehaven actually did not cancel their camps this summer. They went and they had a blast. Um, they were, you know, they were very responsible with masks and I think they hand sanitized about every 20 steps. Mm -hmm. Um, so they were very careful that way, but that was so fun that they got to go and do something that was normal. I would add our, our son's football season. It was great that football did not get canceled this year. And uh, the NFL is still working it through right now, yeah, but we, we've basically, it's kind of weird. I feel like I'm used to now watching a football game where no one's in the stadium. Yeah, it is which funny. Is, which is kind of a weird experience. It's like, it oh is. yeah, nobody's there. Of course not. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that's something that I'm glad that he got that experience. Mm-hmm. That was great. Betsy, um, tell me about a favorite TV show that you might have that's Christmas related, because I've got one that's TV coming on TV show or TV movie? show, not movie, not movie, the TV, TV show. TV show. Um, because here's what I'm thinking of this show called nailed it. Okay. It's a Netflix show. It's called nailed it. We love nailed it. Okay. There are so many baking shows, cooking shows these days, and all these shows are the best, most talented, most incredible people. This is not that show. (laughs) These people are horrible. In fact, I think I could be on the show. Because that's how bad, that's yeah. how bad I am. Yeah. Uh, when you I'm, really could do well on it. I could. I, yeah, I could. And so they'll say, for example, they'll be like, um, "Here's a gingerbread house. We'll give you 45 minutes to make this gingerbread house, and then you get to see the results." It's so funny. It is hilarious. Yeah. So they have professional bakers who make these beautiful, really elaborate um, pastries or cakes or whatever, and then they have these bakers who are like below average. None of them are good. And they're and, just normal people like us, this, yeah. you know, who applied to go on the show. Yep. Yeah. And um, anyway, it's hilarious what they come up with. The hosts are, the host is super funny mm-hmm. and it's just hilarious. It'll make you laugh. It's mm-hmm. good family fun. It is fun. So nailed it. Yep. Yep. That's a good one. Christmas movies, Christmas sweaters. You got anything else for us, Betsy? Christmas drinks that you like? Well, I would always just go back to Elf. It's hard yeah. to top Elf for it's me. It's hard to top Elf. Yeah. That's okay. such a good movie. Cotton headed okay. Nitty Muggins. We do love Elf. Yep. All right, folks. Well, this was a quick take on uh, the year 2020. And I will say this. We are into Advent now. Praise God. This year is coming to an end. It's been quite a year. Mm -hmm. The Lord's been faithful to us through it all. 2021. Here we come. We don't know what the future holds, but we know who holds the future. Amen. So everybody, uh, whenever you listen to this, we hope you've had a wonderful Christmas. We hope that you got to be with your loved ones. We hope you are safe and healthy. Thank you for being a listener of Intersect. And we look forward to a lot of other great podcasts to come. Also, we should thank 
our in-house talent. Yes. And that's you, Betsy, but that's also <laughs> our producer, Billy yes. Grooms. Yes. And our assistant executive producer, Michelle Yilmaz. Yes. Michelle and Billy, we are grateful for you too. Big, so, big thank you clap, for everything that they do. Yep. Betsy, close us out. Well, y'all, you know, our Facebook page, it's Intersect Podcast. Come check it out. Um, also, as always, email intersect at anyprez.com and our website is www.anyprez.com slash podcasts. God bless everybody and see you in 2021.